Hi, everyone, and welcome to Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. I'm your host, Brent Constantine, and with me is Christine Bordelin. Hello. Christine, nice to have you back after you kind of took the week off last week of the podcast, a bit of a vacation for you. And um, not ask for it. I did not ask yeah, for it. Yeah, time, it wasn't and, yeah, a vacation. Okay, hold on. Okay, it was hold a pretty on. wild thing okay, to Okay, Christine, yeah, we'll and- get to your story in just one second. I just want to go over a couple things off the top. So just again, you know, I know we talked about this off air, but if you ever do want to take a bit of personal time off of the podcast, just run it past me. And we've got that email system in place for requests and a lot yeah, of amount Brent, of time. Yeah, but Brent, if the cops come they, to my place, of, I can't say, oh, hold on, sorry, of, I need to send my a lot podcast of, a partner lot of amount of time, an email. A lot of, a lot of amount of time that you get each week to take off in the podcast. So really scheduling is a, is a big part of the work that I do in addition to some of the brand management. So, you know, this time, not a big deal. I just want to make it clear, <laughs> not a big deal. And glad to have you back. But, uh, you know, in the future, glad just, to be back. okay, okay, hold on a sec. So in the future, just uh, give me, give me a heads up uh, when you find out. So I hope you had a great, uh, some great personal time last week, but now we're back to business and uh, we've got a lot to cover on the show today. I, it was pretty scary last week. Um, just everything mm. that was you know, it was a lot to take in, but um, mm-hmm. I have leveled up since then. So I'm just trying to focus mm. on being positive, mm. just sort of like finding success, you know? That sounds great. I think that that's always something that I'd hoped you'd do at some point in your life. So I'm glad that it kind of worked out. But I'm back now and I'm better than ever. The police are not looking into me anymore and I'm ready to focus on the podcast, you know, give that my all. Well, I'd like to believe you this time, Christine, but I guess we'll give you another shot here and see how it works out, huh? Thank you. Um, I did some research this week. So if you want, I can tell you some do's and don'ts and we can go over those. For sure. And we'll see if we've got time for that a bit later in the show. But off the top, I just want to thank all of those listeners out there for uh, sending in those spotting of Maria uh, by listeners and where that Boston Pizza Express trailer restaurant might be in the city. I want to thank everyone who sent in real sightings and for everyone else that's wasting my time. Your day is coming. I've been taking Ubers all over the lower mainland trying to find that thing and people do not seem to have respect for small businesses anymore. So uh, those bread bowls are going to expire and if you're calling in, filling up that email hotline with false sightings of that Boston Pizza Express trailer, you know, you're not just wasting my time, which uh, is very important, but you're wasting your time. And I mean, maybe that means nothing to you. And <laughs> some of the some of the email addresses uh, I've been getting, it, you know, your time is, is worthless and you, you seem to be kind of... Um, you know, the dregs of human society. Uh, we, you know, I, all I'm trying to do is get control back of that Boston Pizza Express trailer. Uh, Maria's taken it. And if you do see it somewhere around the city, send me an email. I guess this is how we're going to separate it. Just right at the bottom. This is real. I'm not wasting your time. This is where I saw the trailer. And, and I promise that this is real. And I think that's how we're going to... You're going to put that at the bottom? But then you'll have to read the whole thing before you see if it's a real one. Well, I mean, how long is that email going to be? It's not going to be a whole, it's not going to be four or five paragraphs. Know, but why not put it at the top or in the subject line? Subject okay, line, you know what? You when I hear a good it. idea, I will acknowledge it. And that was a great idea. So just put that in the subject line, put it at the beginning. And how about you put it at the end of that email as well? So we've got it right off the top, right off the top again, in the terms of, you know, that's the beginning of an email. 
And then just in case <laughs> I've read the email and I'm feeling a little fishy, I see it once again at the bottom and that reassures me. And then I can call the Uber and we can head out there and I can confirm the sighting or not. And then possibly hire someone who can drive a forklift to take that trailer back to my property, my, uh, my condo building. And big news here, uh, you know, we talked last week on the podcast about that partnership with Grunt Connection. Grunt Connection Singles Gym and CrossFit Military Grade CrossFit Facility excited to announce that we have established the Grunt Connection Podcast Network. So this is a big step for dating tips and tricks and expert love advice. Wow. Christine, we, we are going to be streamed live through the gym, every episode of our podcast just running on a loop, all well, 11 episodes now running back to back to people working out in that gym, meeting as sig sig meeting as signals, meeting as signal signals, sick fuck, singles, singles, singles. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. I've got it meeting is singles got it working out spotting each other they're gonna have a great thing to talk about right off the top you know we didn't actually get the loop figured out there as long as i was at grunt connection so i think we've still got it stuck on shuffle so you know i've, I've heard from the manager there that there was a period where they just played episode three about four or five times in a row and i do want to apologize for that but of course you might not be hearing this uh, if if you are stuck on shuffle and don't get to episode 11 or you might be hearing this first. So, you know, be prepared. You might hear episode three, five or six times in a row. Did you ever find out who owns Grunt Connection? You I asked you about that and you said you didn't know you're going to ask. They, they don't really want to be announced on air. So, oh. you know, it's a lot of holding connections and firms and, and I'm not really. I don't really want to get too much into it, but okay. I'm very willing to partner with an up and coming and up and came podcast such as ourselves. So. Cool. That's so exciting. I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to be free. And I just have really been trying to change my life. So I just want to create successful transactions within life. Well, that's great. And uh, yeah, I think we've talked enough about that. But Danny, if you are out there, it would be so awesome if you could come forward just because I feel like. They're not investigating me anymore, but there's always going to be this thing over mm -hmm. my head. Did she kill him? Did she not? And she didn't. Right. But right. people are not going to think that. They love to villainize women. They love to mm. look into mm. their past and see she's got mm. vi a violent history. Yeah. So like I said in the last episode, I think it's best if we just move past this. You know, Danny, Absolutely. live or dead. You know, let's say dead because that's his family's issue. Yeah. You've been dragged through this and I feel like I've been dragged through this. The audio we got from you last week was terrible. Mm -hmm. I listened back to that. Um, I'm not sure who you were caged up with in there. It sounded like a dog or, or someone um, to someone just slamming a big piece of metal ne next to the dog. And that's what was upsetting that dog in the first place. It had a real haunted house vibe in there. It was just like a holding cell kind of thing. There was a woman who did a really good dog impression and we you just give her a breed and she does that dog. I mean, I don't think the jail should have allowed people to rile her up like that. She was never riled up. She's a real professional. She just is like a dog talker. What's she doing in jail? Uh, she took somebody's eye out. Mm. So she works at, at a petting zoo. And this person kept pulling the tails on all the animals, just kept like poking at them and then shoved a goat over. And at that point, I mean, mm. this is what I understand happened. She was like, quit it. They were like, uh, no, I'm mm. not going to stop doing that. And then they put their hand into the eye of this goat. And then she said, eye for an eye. And then she just scooped out, she scooped out the eye. 
but it was a kid. The goat? No, the kid. So she got into some trouble for that, obviously. Definitely goats among, you know, the the animals with some of the scariest eyes out there. Most animals, as you know, have that circle eye and the goat has sort of a sort of a bar eye. So I can see why some people might want to get their hands in there. And so she was sent to jail and uh, she's also a professional dog. Yeah, but when she gets out, we should have her on the podcast. She's very smart and she's very good at doing a master. Seems like it's kind of cut and dry if she's bragging about blinding a child at a petting zoo as she's probably not going to be able to get out of there very soon. She'll get out. She, she just popped an eye out. Her defense is she, she tripped and the kid was so short that she fell in with the scoop. The kid, the goat or the kid, the child? She fell into the kid with the scoop in her hand. The kid, the goat or the kid, the child? Oh, the kid, the child. And the goat lost its eye and the goat isn't getting it back. But now luckily the new kids coming into the petting zoo think that's cute. So The new kids, the goats or the new kids, the children seeing the goat? The new kids, the children think the old kid the goat is cute after the old kid the child poked out the eye of the old kid the goat well that's great so uh we're all hoping everybody feels better soon and unfortunately it sounds like this woman kind of revealed the whole situation to you in addition to the lie she's telling everyone else and hey Dini. Uh, oh i shouldn't have said her name can you cut that unfortunately not although we are not a live show we like to give the illusion as if we are coming up now we've sadly got a new segment on the show that i was completely against Professional grape Shane McLean, who you remember as, well, not quite a friend of the podcast, sent some audio to Christine, who agreed to play it on the show without my consent. So why don't you go ahead and just skip five minutes from here into the podcast, although I do have no intention of letting it play that long. So if you've gone five minutes from now and it's me talking again, you might have gone too far. Skip back from there one minute. If it's him talking, go ahead another 30 seconds. It should be me, and <laughs> you've made it. Hey, uh, hey, it's uh, Shane McLean here. This is our, uh, this is our podcast um, where we talk about love and what love is to us and what it means to us. And um, that's the goal that Marsha and I have, my lovely lady friend Marsha, who is in the room with me right now. Hey, sweetie. Wait, what does love mean to you? Marsha. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to try wearing the headphones, Marsha? I don't want to put the headphones on. I told you I'm not putting the headphones on. You should try putting the headphones on. I don't want to put the headphones on. Okay, so I just thought you'd like it. It sounds really good. You can hear our, both channels. Yeah, I, I'm just a bit busy right now, so... Yeah. Um... You just gotta, you know, find ways to excite each other every day, right, Marcia? Just a, a way to just to keep keep each other on 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 your tiffy toes, <laughs> right, honey? Ah, oh, she's pretty busy. It's not easy every day keeping a, a nice, uh, a balanced relationship, you know, where one person is trying to juggle work and five children and keeping meals on the table, cooking, preparing meals, meal, meal planning for the week, uh, buying groceries as well, paying cable bills, phone bills for everyone, and also maintaining a sexual relationship with their male partner. But somehow she's able to juggle most of those balls successfully and some fall to the ground and... 
they're just on the ground for a while and you, you know you gotta you know to, to use a, a different analogy when when you're at a restaurant and you're the last table to sit you're the last table to be served and sometimes you get there too late and the kitchen is not open anymore and they're not serving any more customers and you don't get to eat that night you know sometimes you're just there you're watching everyone else eat and you're getting yourself excited but uh you know it's just not meant to be and there's no food for you tonight and that's fine you know that's the way it goes you come back tomorrow try your luck again and um every day is kind of a gift and i do you feel that way sweetie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. needless to say uh keeping a relationship working is is hard work uh and there's a lot of day-to-day maintenance that goes into it um sure it was all fun and games at the beginning but eventually you get to week three and that's where things kind of get real right marcia A relationship like this comes around once in a millennium. If this happened, you know, somewhere between zero, year zero, and 1,000, then maybe it'd happen again between 1,000 and 2,000. And now 2,000 to 3,000, that's us. You know, 3,000 to 4,000, it'll be someone else. I don't know. There's been a lot of great loves uh, over the years. I got to assume the 1,000 to 2,000, it would be um, someone famous that we've heard of, like uh, Romeo and, and Juliet, Shrek and Fiona, something like that. Wilmer Valderrama and Lindsay Lohan. I think they were a couple. Frank Sinatra, Ava Braun, Ava, Ava Gardner. You know, uh, lots of love out there. Uh, don't, hey, Marsha, Mar- what do you think? The millennium love from 1,000 to 2,000. Any day? No, no. No problem, babe. Childcare these days is just, it's getting so expensive. And it's actually for a woman like Marsha that's juggling a career, all the balls I talked about earlier. She's away one, two, three, four days at a time sometimes just dealing with work and caseloads. Um, it's easier for her and cheaper as well to have to have me here minding the boys um while she's off working and if anything goes wrong you know i'm just in the garden suite above the garage i can be over here as long as there's been a key left out for me i can be over here then you know the boys are getting quicker and quicker at uh uh unlocking the door and allowing me back into the house after after um um, locking me out so you know that's trust that's that's trust building you only get after um several weeks of of live-in um fathering so uh, I guess we're we're coming up on the end of our um, five minute segment. It's time for our love advice of the week. Uh, so Marsha, um, what do you think? Do you have anything you wanna you wanna tell our loyal listeners? Marsh, she has headphones. I thought she was on. No, I think she's talking to someone else on the phone. She looks happy. Like to get their love advice. They seem seem fun. Who's on the phone? You're on a call? It's, it's just a friend from work. Oh. Uh, who from work? You don't know them. It's okay. What's their name? Bradley. Is that a woman's name? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never met a woman named Bradley. She's Greek. She's, she says she can't hear me. So that's uh, my advice for this week, I guess. It's important that people can depend on you and to count on you. So if you can do that, then you know you've found what love is. Um, okay, so I wanted to be really prepared this week because that's how you get success in life. 
Um, and so I have a list of some do's and don'ts and some advice that I found on the internet from some really good articles and pin boards on Pinterest. And um, Brent, I-, I would just like your thoughts on these, you know, what you like about them, um, these pearls of wisdom. So here's this one. The way to love someone is to lightly run your finger over that person's soul until you find a crack and then gently pour your love into that crack. Anonymous. If a man expects a woman to be an angel in his life, he must first create heaven for her. Angels don't live in hell. It's really good advice. You gotta treat a woman so good that she thinks she's dead, but then she thinks she's dead in a good way. Don't tell me you miss me. Tell me you're outside and you need me. Actions. So I think this person obviously needs like a ride to work or something. They need their boyfriend to pick them up or, you know, their partner. From a woman perspective, a man's biggest mistake is giving another man the opportunity to make his woman smile. I don't know if that's a man's biggest mistake because I've had some really shitty things happen to me by guys. And I've also had this happen to me and this didn't hurt as much. Other guys make me laugh and smile all the time. And the guys I date, I mean, pretty exclusively, they don't make me laugh or smile at all. Sometimes a dog's purpose, sometimes a man's purpose in a woman's life is to help her become a better woman for another man. Don't ever get too comfortable. You can be replaced. And from a woman perspective, I would say that that's very true. I get constantly replaced. And I mean, maybe it's just the guys I date, but I feel like I date pretty good guys, you know, that are in the city and close by. So some interesting ideas there, Christine. And, uh, you know, we'll see if this segment comes back again. Yeah, I got a whole bunch of these. I'm sure you do. I want to thank you for putting the work in. You know, it doesn't really make up for what you did last episode, but I definitely want to appreciate Mm -hmm. it. So thank you. Yeah, of course. So let's get to this week's questions. We've got a lot of viewer questions, a lot of, sorry, (laughs) excuse me, listener questions, no viewers yet, but I've been (gasps) married, sorry, sorry, we've got the studio booked for another 25 minutes. I paid in in advance. Hey, Christine. Thank you for inviting me. Oh my gosh, it's such an honor you're here. I am so excited. Well, I am just blessed. Sorry, Christine, um, I'm not sure if you know this person or you're just pretending to know this person. Uh, Christine, you are looking radiant today. Thank you. I feel radiant. I feel like I'm making successful life transactions all throughout the day. Christine, did you do your affirmations today? I absolutely did. What are the five affirmations? One. Make yourself taller. Two. What's your bottom line? Three. Success is looking back at what you're going to do looking forward. Four. Performance, endurity, now. And five, let's say it together. Harm. 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 Okay, yeah, that's great. Christine, is this another grape um, performer that you brought into the podcast here? So when I was leaving the courthouse, Mm -hmm. I was blessed by the fact that as I was exiting, I bumped in to Abdul here. Um, He's an independent life advice development coach. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, what's that? Because I'm so dumb, I didn't even know what that even was. And then he was like, check out my card. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was just a QR code. So I had to pull up my phone. um, And then I checked checked the QR code and I went to his website and then we looked at it together. Um, 
And yeah, I just like, I'd never done anything like this before. I didn't have a lot of plans or anything. I was in a pretty vulnerable place. And yeah, it worked out really well for me. Yeah. So part of the program of me turning independent is sort of me being extremely dependent for a little while um, on Abdul. Um, But it's a safe environment because he's always coaching me forward to the point when I can get um, independent again. And I can look at my future life instead of being stuck in my past life and present life. I know in the past you talked about you have to run everything past your your dad. You know, is he on board with this? No, he's not. Sounds like it's costing some money. I mean, it is costing some money, but it's my savings. It's my mom that died and I inherited that money. So I should be allowed to do whatever I want with it. He is chock full of negative independent development. And like, I had no idea about that. But then Abdul brought me outside his house and he has this machine that beeps really loud when it senses negative independent development. And it was going off the charts, Brent. It was going off the charts. And so in that moment, I discovered like, it turns out I'm a nine percenter, which means like I've got a lot of variable interest in independent success. So I got to get in there, you know? Okay, well, I'm not really sure what that has to do with the podcast, but... Brent, I'm just saying you can get there faster if we work as a team. And if I bring you in, then... I become a 10 percenter and you become a 9 percenter right away. You'll be a 9 percent right away, which is farther along. Who's down there, um, you know, at, at 8 percent and, and below? I, I don't know. I'm not allowed to see that. Well, I uh, I was invited here by Christine mm-hmm. to talk about some of the work that we've been doing. The independent life coach advice industry. Uh, how Christine is becoming a professional in it herself. She's taken my master class. I have an introductory level one master class and an introductory level 1.5 master class, all of which is available to whoever wants to reach out to me. The QR codes are available at the bus stop outside of the prison, the women's prison, uh, and also available in most Dan Brown books. I leave my card inside of most Dan Brown books uh, in most libraries. So it's a bit of a mystery. I've been spray painting that QR code throughout the city. I appreciate that, Christine. That's facet 2.2. Really? Of... Advanced level three? Yeah, you got there on your own. Wow. A lot of the stuff you were saying before, like it shows the advancements that you've made, the development that you've made. And I think there are certain times when like the people around us, maybe they drag us down. Maybe they force us into subservient positions and you have to recognize that, you know? Mm -hmm. We already talked about your father. We talked about your father quite a bit, but you Mm -hmm. seem to gravitate to these other types of father figures. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not really sure what this is about, Christine, but we're definitely going to have words very unprofessional for you again to bring in someone to the podcast unrequested. Brent, you've got to open up your eyes and your ears and your heart to Mm -hmm. new successes. Like you're never going to actualize any independent development the way you're living your life right now. Oh, that's now, fine right? by me. That's fine by Abdul, me. Did I say that the right way? That's right. That's fine by that's me. Right, if this is the joke, if oh. I have to go around town what? scanning QR codes and spray painting shit at the women's prison, not really sure I'm interested in that to tell you the truth. So it doesn't really sound doesn't Classic. really sound like anything I'm interested in or any anyone else that I ever have met would ever want to do. Classic 8%er logic. You know, honestly, uh, Abul it's great that you're here because I think it's Abdul. It doesn't matter if you're out at the women's prison right now and you know you've 
been on good behavior, they've given you access to a machine that plays podcasts and you're deciding, you know, who should I listen to? Definitely not this guy. So if you see those stickers on your way out and the guards, you know, he's probably in cahoots as well, handing those out for this joker. Just throw that in the trash and say, sorry, I've already got a podcast I listened to. Oh, God, Abdul, my dad's calling. What do I do? Let it go to voicemail, Christine. You changed your voicemail, right? Yeah. You did the accent. You made it sound like it was a different person. Hello, this is Christine Bortolin. Oh, you used your name. Okay. Well, that wasn't the point. That wasn't. Oh, what, did I not supposed no, to No, it was that? to throw him off, Christine. We were trying to convince your father that you were unreachable. We have to come up with a new strategy to isolate, not isolate, but to keep you away from, from his influence. This is a joke. I have been married to the same woman for more than 30 years. During all the years of our marriage, I blocked out everyone else because I thought all I needed was her. Now my biggest fear is that if I lose her, I'll be completely alone. What in my personality caused me to do this? So I want to thank the writer for throwing that question mark on the end of this question. Uh, a lot of lot of issues with people just kind of sending in statements, general statements. And so it's just, you know, you guys have stepped it up. Oh, um, yeah. Before we go any further, I should say I am legally required to announce that this is not medical or psychiatric advice. It's simply... Typical, everyday, masterclass-level advice in success and how to actualize it. I would like to pop in here just and say that um, it it's not medical or psychiatric advice, but I'm using it that way, and it's making a huge difference in my life. It's better than any doctor, any kind of doctor has ever been for me. And yeah, as far as I'm concerned and Abdul's concerned, uh, I'm never seeing a doctor again. I mean, I think my advice here is break up kind of seems like you're not really independently developing here. Like, Abdul, correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe if you were willing to take a level one advanced class. Or you can buy a block of 10 classes all at once if you'd like. I mean, there's only four different classes, but you can do most of them twice and then some of them three times. And it's easier than ever to enroll right now because a lot of these QR codes, as soon as you scan them, the payment goes straight to me and you're enrolled in the class right away. So my advice here, definitely again, yeah, Christine, this is a big breakup. I think we're in a, on the same page, even with all this um, nonsense in your head. You know, you've been married for 30 years. Really, you don't need anyone. Right now, you're probably on the way out. You know, it's either you or her. So just hope that it's you. I think that's the best case scenario, break up and then um, just die before she does. I'm a divorced woman with two grown children. I recently met a man at the gym and we were mutually attracted. The problem, as my 24-year-old daughter sees it, is that he's 16. He's 16 years younger than I am Mm -hmm. and one year older than she is. She's upset by the age difference and says it is disturbing. Why can't my daughter be happy for me? Classic three percenter logic right there. I wish I could meet them. The three percenters? Yeah, I don't understand why I'm not allowed to meet anyone under 8%. It's like I told you, your father's a two percenter. I'm quickly realizing that Brent is a one percenter. Mm. It's these kinds of people you can't have in your life. Mm. Anyone under 8%, they will destroy your ability to self-actualize. Mm. Okay. You're going to learn all about this, Christine, as soon as you get up to masterclass level two. As soon as you get there, all of these secrets will be revealed. But we can't rush ahead. 
you have to complete Masterclass Level 1 first. Yeah, right. You know, as many times as it takes for you to complete Masterclass Level 1, completely at full price every single time, that's as many sessions as I'm willing to put in with you to get you to Masterclass Level 2. Because if I let you go ahead without knowing, I'd be doing you a disservice, Christine. Yeah, you're right. I mean, this is why you're the teacher and I'm the pupil, right? You're the coach. <laughs> yeah, I think that is interesting. The minute at the gym, possibly a grunt connection location. Um, you know, they are pretty hot with the young and, as we've seen in this, the very old. Uh, as I brought up before, I do find it disgusting when older women date younger men. So I think definitely break up here. And the solutions right uh, in front of you, the daughter and the boyfriend can get together. And that's a bit less uh, gross. Oh. I think most people would agree. Uh, a bit more age appropriate. It's not gross. A bit more age appropriate. That's a breakup. There. One and day you're going to fall in love with an older woman and you're going to have to deal with some real garbage inside of your soul and cleaning that up. Not too likely. Lifted directly from the handbook, Christine. Great job. And Brent, you know, as someone who lost his virginity to someone 45 years his senior, I can tell you that elder flesh is a wonderland. I found a video camera recording me on the toilet in my brother-in-law's bathroom. When I confronted him, he said he was trying to photograph his wife and he had forgotten that my children and I were coming over. My husband doesn't want me to say anything, so now I have to have the creep over at our house and pretend I like him. What do I do? Ah, oh, break up with your husband. How dare he? That's such creepy behavior. Unless he's working for a prank show. But if he's not working for a prank show, then that's absolutely creepy behavior and your husband should do something about it. And if he doesn't, break up with the whole family, but take the kids. Never really understood people being turned on by photographs in the washroom. Seems like the most unerotic place. Um, exclusively when I'm in the washroom and someone else is in the house and I ask them to wait in the living room until I'm done and I leave the washroom, close that door, sit beside them and say, okay, it's fine to turn this way and open your eyes again. So there's no funny business there. An easy breakup here. Uh, yeah, this question really reminds me of some students I've had in the past. They're quite famous, so I can't say their names, but some of them have been owners of Goop Magazine. Some of them have been lead singers of Coldplay's. I can't go into specifics on who it is, but they've had very similar issues. You call yourself a teacher of some kind. What real credentials do you have that you should be teaching Christine, who, um, you, of course, you know, there's a lot for her to learn, but why should it be from you? What can I say that isn't accessible through a QR code? A lot of people put a lot of stock into things like college degrees. I learned to be an independent life advice development coach from listening to the rhythm of the wind from hearing the sound that rain makes on a pond, listening to the rustling of the leaves on an early fall morning. My teacher is the world itself. Mm -hmm. Christine, how much are you paying for this? $8 an hour. I mean, $8 a minute, sorry. Just like the phone line. $8 a minute is masterclass level one. Level two, it increases at an exponential rate. Oh, exponential. Is this part of the class right now? Are you paying him per minute while he's here? It would be unfair of me not to because I'm constantly learning from him every time we're around each other. I mean, I feel like you can feel what I'm feeling right now, right? You can feel just like the independent development energy rating off, radiating off of him. Is that what I'm feeling? Okay. Oh, well, um, sorry. My beeper is going off. 
Uh, Christine, we're going to run out the rest of the day on the clock. I have to run. Someone scanned a QR code in the parking lot of a Chili's. Oh, okay. Um, well, I will see you sometime this week. As ever, my door is always open for you. I would never turn away an individual in need. So whenever you're ready to level up my QR code, I've stuck one of the stickers to the bottom of this table. Thank so you. just take a picture of that. Thank you. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening in to this episode yeah. of Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. Oh. Um, so on, until on, next sorry, time, sorry, wait, I want to thank everybody. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Christine, I, I, what am I waiting for here? I don't want to hear any more about the, the 10%, the 9%ers. They found Danny. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's dead. Okay. Well, that was sort of 50% our projection uh, before. So, you know, good to know, but it's kind of the situation we were already operating under but new dead holy shit it turned so hot sorry sarah's texting me right now from the brewery um she said that he was hiding out do you know who the brown fern gang is i don't know it sounds like a gang of some kind i'm not really um it sounds definitely like a like a gang some sort Just of looking gambling at thing clues in the in the in the name i would guess they were a gang yeah so he owed them some money and then he went into hiding because he owed them a bunch of cash she doesn't say how much um and they found him hmm. and they killed him demolition style demolition style wow like a big wrecking ball they destroyed the whole building he was in wow well maybe we can get uh maybe we can get one of those brown ferns to uh to pilot that um forklift i need to get that that trailer back to my property huh yeah demolition style sounds like you know they might be able to uh know their way around some of that equipment yeah so danny is uh he's alive and well that's no, great he's dead brent he's dead mm. well condolences of course condolences um to danny's family we want to say yeah we want to say yeah you know what i got something to say to danny's family you thought i did it well fuck you i didn't do it at all and now this proves it and danny was up to some bad shit and then i get put into a holding cell because these podunk cops don't know shit about Dick. Mm. I'd like an apology from the family, honestly. I was doing more work than anybody. And Danny was out there just partying or whatever, getting wasted and hiding. I'm happy for the family, you know? I, I mean, honestly, um, you know, for you, this is probably the best ending we could have hoped for. Danny, yeah. um, not killed by you not yeah. uh not any suspicion on you anymore and you know christine there was a there was a big period there where you were in jail where i did you know i don't want to say suspected you but definitely suspected you a little bit of of the crime of um if not killing danny then at least luring him to his death mm -hmm. so this is great i think it really clears the air this is really a cause for celebration where you're concerned where i'm concerned yes. for danny's family and of course danny himself uh, you know, very sad, probably for the brown ferns, you know, maybe a mixed situation where they didn't get their money back, I assume, but they w did get revenge. So, you know, different viewpoints, I think. And that's what we try to look at is that there's a lot of different viewpoints here. <sighs> yeah, you're right. I should be positive about this. I mean, I knew it was probably true, but it just proves that all the angels and the demons mm. are correct. They said he wasn't dead and he wasn't. And I bet if I call him up now, they'll say Danny's dead. Yeah, I guess we'll never know. I just don't have the money right now. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to another installment of Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. 
You can send in those questions to D-T-A-T-A-E-L-A at gmail.com. That's the first letter of dating tips and tricks and expert love advice, followed by at gmail.com. So I'm Brent Constantine, and with me is Christine Bordelin. Until next time, may your hearts (laughs) be full.